This is a faith-based Christian podcast for all who are looking to be healed and help heal others. Faith is not what makes things easy. It makes all things possible. Putting faith into action is one of the most difficult things to do. Here at Fakamoani, we wish to inspire and strengthen others in putting our faith into action. You sure you're done? Yes. Sisi, si, si, senoritas, gracias. <laughs> Oh, we're on. Oh, we're on! And we're back! To the, welcome back to Fakama Audience! It's been a while! <laughs> so, <clears throat> this is what you call Wendy on a sugar high. <laughs> it is not pretty. Been trying for the past 15, 20 minutes to get this thing started. But somebody's having issues. It's just a giggle fit. It's just a giggle fit, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what we're gonna call it. That's called happiness, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. If you think that it sounds ridiculous, you should see what I am seeing right now. <laughs> hey, listen, that's not my fault that you have this very super plush and comfy beanbag. Okay. Okay. Yes. Let's well, get started. So my sister found her boyfriend in the form of my beanbag. <laughs> We have a perfectly good bed upstairs. But when she stays over, she doesn't want the bed. She wants her boyfriend, the bean bag. Anywho, let's go ahead and get started. It's been a while since we've talked to y'all. Hello. That it has. It's only been a few months. Oops. Well, I mean, you know, welcome to a Tongan podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness, true story. So that's how we, that's how we roll over here, okay? Okay, okay, okay. We roll with the punches, don't we? Don't we? In yes, other words, life has gotten in the way a little bit. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Um, but today, what we're talking about is confidence. I'm sorry, what was that? Confidence. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, what was that? One more time. Oh, one step higher. Confidence. Thank you. Which, if you couldn't tell, Wendy is lacking. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Fabulous ices, okay. I had way too much of that earlier. Oof, me getting the. All right. Then why were you blaming it on my juice? I was blaming it on that too. That too, I had juice and the ices just together. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Anyways, today we're talking about confidence. <clears throat> and um, the reason why we're talking about confidence is because I have this fabulous friend from Las Vegas, and her name is Kimberly Fields. So Kimberly, um, she has a brand new podcast called The Fields Effect. You should check it out because she's just great. And when um, when I when I met Kimberly, Kimberly um was a was my ex's cousin's wife. Well, they were dating and then they got married and um now they're not married. Anyways, so that's who Kimberly is and she's just great. So and you're saying you're both on the market. Huh. So <laughs> no, because I you just so you just outed me that I have a um a boyfriend called the beanbag. You're a beanbag! Sorry, oh. I'm taken. <laughs> And I don't really know about Kim, but anyways, what the the point of Kim I'm talking uh, the point about me talking about Kimberly is that she has a new podcast. It's called The Fields Effects, and her second episode is about confidence. And I listened to it. I thought it was great. I was really inspired to say a couple of things about confidence and how that all worked out. And the one thing that I took from her. Um, well, from what she had spoken about was I too was in a very large family and I was a middle child. Okay. Are we, are we, are we, are we playing like violins in the background? Because that's what we should do. Okay. So that way I can tell my story. I was the middle child in this very large family who didn't pay any attention to me and I was just like I am the guy and I needed confidence so instead of staying in Bountiful I cooked up I concocted a plan to get myself out to West High School <laughs> and then I became a bouncer yee okay so we're not gonna talk about how I did all that because I kind of did some hijinks gave my poor m- Mother Sandra Lynn, several heart attacks, and I got what I wanted in the end because I'm a brat. Anywho, <laughs> um, so I was a part of a very, a large, very large family after my uh, biological mother passed away, and my uncle and my auntie uh, adopted me, my older sister, my younger brother, and um, so you are from a family of three, four. Two. Well, well, yeah, it was a family mom. of four with your mom. Yeah. Um, so with three kids, and then you went to a family, then became with, the, well, just the siblings. You guys were nine. There were nine of us, yeah. And we're talking, so all of my first cousins are my brothers and sisters, so I just looked at everybody as my, my immediate family. Hence me and Kay, Kay like hanging out all the time. However, the the thing is that back in Bountiful, when I was in Bountiful, I just didn't really have a, to- a ton of confidence in myself. I really believe that like my confidence would be shored up by 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 moving and shaking it on over to West High, which I did. And 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 though I had like a fabulous time at West, and I just I'm so proud to be a Panther. Within these walls, can I get a hallelujah for all the Panthers out there? Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah. Anywho, um, though I'm very 
very proud to be, you know, like an alumni of West High. I think the confidence that I was able to gain didn't necessarily come from the from the fact that I had other people that surrounded me, but um, it really back then it really was in Christ. My confidence came in Christ. And so when Kimberly talks about her, um, you know, about confidence and, you know, steps to being confident, why it's important to be confident, I thought it was really, um, I thought it was really well done. And I really loved what she had, a lot about what she had to say about it. And then uh, Kay and I had this podcast to do and I said, Kathleen, we've got to talk about this podcast that my friend Kim just did. And I just thought it was fabulous. So shouts out to Kim on her podcast to go and check it out. She's um, on Spotify. That's pretty much where I found it. And um, on Instagram. So follow her on Instagram as well. And today we're talking about confidence, but not just confidence in, you know, ourselves or building up confidence in ourselves, but even when you don't have the, um, capacity for, like, to, um, find out how to get from being shy or a little bit more reserved to being able to, um, have confidence in yourself, there's, there's this middle ground that Kimberly was talking about. And I think personally, I think that middle ground is where I found confidence, but I I actually found it through Christ. I didn't necessarily find it through friends or family members. I found it through Christ because that's where, especially back then, that's where I always started was I always started with Christ. Tell us a little bit more about this middle ground because it really was. It's a it's a great podcast that um, Kimberly did. So tell us a little bit more about that middle ground. So it's just the concept that she came up with, but I think that it's a, it's a, it's the missing component that a lot of people um, forget that you know if if at one point in your life in 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 someone's life they were shy because I was shy and probably a little bit more reserved. I never high. knew that one. Yeah, well, I mean, I was. <laughs> it surprised everybody. I mean, everybody that meets me now, they're like, really? You were shy at one point in your life? Absolutely. It was about for a couple of years from like sixth grade to eighth grade and that's it. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> or a few years from sixth grade to eighth grade. And then I said, to heck with that. Um... But the middle ground is really what she talks about is, or a middle point is, what was the process or the steps from going from, you know, that 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 person to somebody who has confidence in themselves. And a lot of it had to do with, um, in her experience, something that was really special that she was told about an experience that she had for, with work. And I think a lot of it had, had, for me, had to do with my family because a lot of the confidence that I got was, <clears throat> especially back then, was from my grandmother. Malia Dalala, grandma. But for real, um, when I was in high school, she, when I finally got to West, grandma was the one who taught me about uh, genealogy and, and how important family search and all of that things, uh, all of those things were. And she did tell me back then how impressed she, that she was that I became a, the uh, historian, um, the student body historian at West, and that she was so, expe- um, she was so expecting that I would uh, do this, the history for the family. 
And that's when I told her that wasn't going to happen to her face. I know I'm a jerk, but, you know, <clears throat> it didn't last for very long because now I actually am doing what Grandma said that I was going to do. So, um... It was my personal step, like this personal step from me going from, you know, shy girl, um, missing her mom to the middle child of a huge family to a brand new school because I didn't want to go to the school that I was at. And a lot of that had to do with um, my confidence. I mean, when if you have a choice between going to Bountiful <laughs> or going to West High, I, I mean, mean, I think I made the right choice. Am I right? <laughs> I think the steps of the process for me personally had to do with a lot of it had to do with my grandma and the confidence that I had not just in myself because I, I truly I, I did have confidence but it wasn't as much confidence as I as I displayed in Christ and in the faith that I had in what grandma would tell me so what is this concept because I don't really think that anybody has ever talked about confidence in Christ. Having confidence in Christ? Like, let's talk about that. What, um, what I believe it is, is even in times of trouble, it reminds me of that song, I, like the bridge, bridge over troubled water. <laughs> um, even in times of trouble, like... Having confidence, knowing the things, like ha- having confidence in not just Christ, but in the faith that um, everything will work out because of him. Because if he could have, if he went through the things that he was able to get through, right? Especially at the end of his life when um, he was being accused of maybe all of the worst the worst things in his life, or excuse me, he was being accused of the worst, and of course, he was innocent of all of those things, and he still was um, held accountable for those things. If he could go through that, then, you know, personally, I know that I can go through whatever it is that I need to go through, and... I think that that's what a lot of the world is missing today is that type of confidence, that type of peace, that type of reassurance. And when I say the world, people who just don't have that, who don't know about that. And so shout out to Kimberly, go and check out her podcast. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Welcome back. It's March 1st. Okay, Kathleen. Hmm? So as you were talking, um, I actually had to just jump on because what it brought to mind was um, a general conference talk from this past general conference, October 2021. Um by Sister Johnson, who is the primary general president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And she talks about invite Christ to author your story. And I think that that's a lot of what we're talking about here today is 
that our Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ want the best for us. They love us and they know what's going to happen. They know the path that we should take and they know what will make us happy. Um, My husband and I took... Wendy and I were just talking about this. My husband and I took seven years before we finally got married. (laughs) Um, I was telling her about my, my commitment issues and everything like that. But in looking at those seven years that it took for us to get married, I wouldn't trade them. Because even though I went through heartache of missing him, because we dated and then we didn't, um... But because of I went through heartache of missing him or of other breakups and different things, when we, now that we're married and we have been for several years, it is different than if we would have gotten married under my timetable. Because under my timetable, I would have been married by the age of 23 or 24 and not at the age of 30. Um... But marrying him and marrying him in the time that we did, we have been able to more fully enjoy each other as husband and wife. And we haven't had to go through all of those different growing pains that many couples go through when they're first getting married because we had already gone through some of those, so many of those growing pain, pains separately, we were able to just come together and make it work. Um, I know people always say that the first year of marriage is the hardest. It really wasn't for us. I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm still waiting for us to be out of the honeymoon phase, but it has been a blessing and it has been a blessing that we had had to walk through as we had confidence in Christ and as we did what he was supposed what he was asking of us so um, we have recently my husband and I have recently relocated here to Utah from Maui and everybody's always looking at us like y'all crazy and we kind of agree <clears throat> But at the same time, we both know that it that there was a reason behind it and that the Lord had his hand in our lives. And it was really obvious to us that his hand was in our lives and that this is where we needed to be. So in 20 now, who? So I had a conversation with my brother on his wedding day. <laughs> And he kept on bugging me. He was like, why haven't you guys moved back? When are you guys moving back? And I just told him, I was like, no, we're happy where we're at. My husband has a great job. And he just looked at me, it's just a job. And I was just like, you're right, it is. So that year I began bugging my husband (laughs) of when we were gonna move. Five years later, He finally said, I think it's time. And our timeline was one to two years. So this was back in October 2019. We said, okay, we're going to, um, we're going to move. And we're going to move in probably one to two years. 
closer to the two-year mark. Both of us were just kind of pushing that, that mark a little bit further out. So that night, we actually started looking at houses. And then I got a hold of one of my friends, um, Harris Matafa. Amazing realtor if you need one. Um got a hold of him and he started doing things and then I got a hold of a my kindergarten friend Paul Sanchez and he hooked us up we got our loan documents all taken care of he's still doing that if you guys need help with that um so all of that happened and so we were approved Paul, Paul worked his magic um, got us taken care of. We got our loan and everything. And then we just continued to look for houses. We weren't really liking a lot of things. We had specific areas that we were wanting. Um, and we had certain necessities that we had to have. Um, so we finally found that we found a house that, that we really liked and that one didn't go through. And then we found another house and then, um, it was weird because we found this. I found this house. It was founded on a Saturday. And <laughs> I found it on December 28th, 2019. If you want to get specific, <laughs> that was it. Um, and then I went to go and, and I, well, I sent it over to my husband. My husband took a look and he's all like, yeah, it looks pretty good. So sent it over. I went to go and send it over to Harris. And Harris, and I couldn't send it to him. So then I called him up and I said, hey, what's going on with this? Why would why would a house be newly listed and then pulled out an hour later? He was like, oh, do you got the NMLS number? I was like, yep. Sent it over. He goes, I'll call you right back. So he called me back short time later and told me that they weren't ready for showings. So we were able to kind of get this little sneak peek on a Saturday and they weren't ready to do showings until Monday. So I told Harris, I was like, hey, Monday, can you, you know, go check it out. So Harris went, took a look at it. That was December 30th. Um, we put in an offer. They declined our offer, came back with a counter offer and we accepted their counter offer. Um, and that was on December 31st, 2019. So here we are. We're about to be homeowners in Utah. <laughs> um, we ended up closing the, the next month. So in January of 2020, and then COVID happened. So our plan was just to rent out the house. We wanted to rent out the house for the year or two, and then before we moved over, before we decided to move over, we couldn't rent out the house. We had we kept on having all of these issues trying to rent out the house. So we're paying a mortgage and we're paying rent in Hawaii, um, unable to make that transition. And finally, we... No. And then... <laughs> That beautiful thing called COVID happened. My husband got laid off in March of 2020. So mind you, we just purchased the house January 2020. Um, March, he got laid off. And we we're just like, oh my gosh. So everything was happening right in Utah and everything was going wrong in Maui. So my husband was like, well, 
actually before that, take a step back. Before that, my husband actually said, everything's going right. Maybe we should move sooner. And I looked at him and I was like, okay. So we had decided to get our employers through the busy season. Um, make sure that we had people who were trained up to take our positions and everything. So our plan was to move in September of 2020. So again, and we made those plans in February. So again, in March, my husband gets laid off. And then in April, I end up getting laid off. And so we just said, okay, it's time to go. So come May 1st, we landed here in Utah. Um, That day we actually went and bought our truck and moved in. So that was actually the first time that we stepped foot into our house (laughs) was on May 1st. And that was us just trusting in the Lord. He had everything laid out for us. He knew what needed to be done. He knew that we where we needed to be. And we just needed to follow in his footsteps. And as we have moved, we have heard several, several stories that are just like ours. And that we, that all you have to do is just take that first step is just to trust in the Lord enough to have confidence in him that he will guide you and that he will take care of you. And let me tell you, it has not been easy. My husband and I both came over now before COVID. I had several job offers. My husband wasn't looking because he does, did not want to find a different job. Um, but I had several job offers. And when COVID happened, all those job offers went away. So we came over jobless. Uh, my husband's company, being the amazing people that they were, Skyline Hawaii, if ever you go to Hawaii or to Maui, hit them up. They're amazing. Um, they kept him on because they still needed him. They needed his expertise and everything that he did. So they kept him on for several months until they couldn't keep him on and all of that fun stuff. So when they let him go, we were jobless. And that is kind of where we are. We're still in that position where we're still trying to find our place. We're still trying to find our footing. And we're still trying to have that confidence in Christ. But that should be somewhere that we all are on a daily. Is taking one step in front of the other. And so today in the world, there is all kinds of chaos and turmoil going on. And people are talking about a World War III I don't know. It's kind of crazy um, when you think about it. Wendy, are you worried? Am I worried? I am worried. I'm worried for I'm I'm worried for people who don't necessarily have to to, to die because it, there might be things that aren't very really. It's not. It doesn't look fair to me. However, am I worried? For my for my family for my friends yes I am worried I'm, I am worried am I confident in Christ 
yes, I am confident that Christ will be there to help um, help us maintain and keep the peace that we currently have. Like for for right as of right now, I'm good, and it's not just because of the sugar rush. It's because of it's because I have confidence in Christ. I have confidence that the peace that I've um, that I have been able to attain because it's been a long journey back to you know doing the things that I'm supposed to do based on what grandma told me to all those years ago I have a lot of peace because of that and that's the confidence that I've built in myself and because of because of grandma's confidence in me it really was because of that and so I know that sounds a little odd for somebody who might not know anything about even the gospel of Jesus Christ. But the th- the one thing that if I could tell anybody anything that in the midst of all the turmoil and all the ruckus and all the hullabaloo and all the wars, whispered rumors of wars and everything else that might be happening, that having a strengthened faith and confidence in what Jesus Christ can do as the Lord and Savior of this world is the only thing that I have complete uh, control of. I love the fact that I have the control over the fact that over the idea and the faith that I have in him and it gives me peace. So even though I'm worried, I can be worried. Even though I might cry, I can cry. Even though I might be able to go through those pro- the process of the pain of seeing people go through pain, because it, it is painful to see people suffer. <laughs> I, I don't know a, a whole lot of people, a, a whole lot, a lot of people who really love to see other people suffer, and that is painful, even in the midst of having to go through that and and see all of that I still have the peace and the confidence that Christ is still Christ that he will be there for even those who are in pain because he himself knows exactly what that feels like he has a distinct knowledge of what that's like isn't that awesome and so even, it's it's like that song, right? Just just so that just just to make it real simple, lead me, guide me, walk beside me. He does that. Yeah. He leads, he, he guides and he walks beside, and those are those are the attributes of the people that I trust and the people that I look towards. I mean, both hands up to the sky for Zelensky. President Zelensky does that for his people, and I know that. Well, I don't know his personal views, but he might have some confidence in somebody named Christ. All right, and that's all I've got to say for today while I whip over here. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Can't do a fuck up on any podcast without a few tears. Come on now. Hallelujah to you. (laughs) Hallelujah to you. Heavenly Father in Jesus. Anyways. Something else that recently happened. So, oh, man. What was that? I want to say that it's probably been a, a year or over a year um, 
that the prophet, the head of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, went on a tour of the South Pacific. Mm. And he went down and he went through a bunch of different islands. (laughs) And throughout all of the islands that he went through, there was this tropical storm that was chasing him. So because there were so many people who wanted to listen to him... There were, they had to do meeting places and they had to do them outside. And so everybody was like fearful of these tropical storm, this tropical storm that was coming through and basically just following the prophet everywhere he went. It finally hit. And where does it hit? When the prophet is in the island of Tonga. And how many people were seated there waiting for him to talk? seated there waiting for hours in the rain there were thousands just sitting there waiting in the rain the prophet recently reflected on this as a volcano erupted right there in the middle of Tonga not in the middle of Tonga but in the middle of the islands that resulted in the entire country being cut off from the rest of the world. There was one sat phone and destruction. Everything was covered in ash. There's a new island. And it's just, it was absolute And it has been absolutely devastating for the people. But what the prophet reflected on was the faith that the people had in God. And one of the commandments is to keep the Sabbath day holy. I don't know of any other place that is shut down more, including Utah. I don't know of any other place that is shut down more than the kingdom of Tonga. Everything is closed down because that's God's day and it's a day of rest. And as this this um, there were all kinds of the tsunami that hit and all of this natural devastation hit this tiny little island kingdom there were three deaths out of that big massive destructive event so let's just break this down when um president nelson was speaking that was a couple a couple of years ago when he was speaking they were he spoke through the rain and the did storm, i skip it, it, a step yeah it sort of did. So just to break it down Nothing a little new. bit there was there was that storm but that storm actually dissipated quickly mm-hmm. and they did sit through the rain however it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as pronounced as as they, were, as they were worried that it would be, and then afterwards, it, because he, the, the the one thing that he that President Nelson spoke to, he spoke to the heart of the people who had the most faith that um to to a people who had not. 
I, I don't want to say that we have most, but it's a it's a pretty profound faith. We'll just say that there's a pretty it, profound it is faith integrated in God. into our culture. Yeah, and it's a pretty profound faith in God, and and faith is, that things will happen the way they're supposed to happen because of God's timing, and it's and it's a beautiful sentiment, and within the last two months, within the last couple of months, there was the huge tsunami that hit, and because uh, and because of well, it was the volcano. Oh, I'm sorry. The volcano the eruption tsunami, that caused the tsunami. Yeah, the, exactly. The vo- volcano that caused the tsunami that hit the uh, that hit the island just um, in January, um, at the beginning of January, and there were only three deaths that occurred because. Kathleen wants to attribute, and I would uh, uh, as well attribute all of that to the faith of the people, to the faith of a people who every single Sunday shuts every business down and honors God's day. Isn't it amazing that how having a little confidence in Christ can move mountains? And I have confidence that Christ will do the same in the in the coming weeks, if not months. And for all of those who are willing to accept and hear what we've got to say, that's what Fakamoni is all about: is just putting out the testimony and the faith of that that I have. I wouldn't be doing this unless it wasn't for Kathleen, because I don't talk about it. What. I don't talk about my faith um, as often. Which is another thing, which is another hard, hard thing. Because having confidence in Christ isn't only behind closed doors. Because doing it behind closed doors can be difficult. Having that confidence, having my husband and I having that confidence just get on a plane when we know that we are walking into a situation where we have a mortgage to pay and we don't have jobs. Um, walking into the situation, walking into these things, that's behind closed doors. If nobody knew, if I didn't say anything, nobody would know. And that's having, taking that step of confidence in Christ is difficult. Now, taking that step in front of a bunch of people and saying, hey, this is what I believe. This is how I feel. That's another step of having confidence in Christ. And both of those can be very difficult. And and yet so powerful. Powerful enough to move mountains or to pull one up out of the ocean. Exactly. So we're going to leave you with that thought that you might, that even if you don't have confidence in yourself, Start with confidence in Christ. Even if it's just a little bit. Even if it's just, you know, starting with one small concept, one small precept. And it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you're thinking, what you're doing with your life right now. The moments that define the changes in our lives are the decisions that we make right now, today. And the, and the fact of the matter is that nobody in this room is perfect and nobody listening to this mm. podcast is perfect. But what we can have is a perfect confidence in Christ. And if, like I said, our decisions are what define 
where we go and our destination. And that's it. It's our decisions today. Um, thanks and a big huge shout out to Kimberly for even inspiring this whole uh, the whole idea on this con- on this podcast because I did talk to Kathleen about it after I heard um, Kimberly's podcast and it it really did inspire me to say a lot about how I believe in our decisions and I believe in uh, the power that our decisions have in our lives. So no matter where you're at in your life, if you don't have the confidence right now, it's okay because there's there's somebody in your life, uh, even if you don't know it, there's somebody in your life and there's a power in your life that has confidence in you. Ah, here we go again. I'm oh, getting weepy. Ah, I gotta turn on my my. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Kleenex boxes. I wear IV. Again. All right. I'm gonna another weepy. episode sponsored by Kirtland Tissues. <laughs> thank you, Kirtland Tissues. But for, seriously, uh, no cap. Is that what the kids say now? <laughs> no cap. No cap. Uh. There's a lot of confidence that you can generate from from the power behind Jesus and what he can do for you in your life. And I say this with a testimony strong in the faith of Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And amen. Thank you guys for tuning in to another podcasts our fuckable only podcast um we really would love to hear from you so please feel free to reach out to us you can reach us at 801-449-0583 send us text messages and say hello how are you (laughs) makes us happy (laughs) again that's 801-449-0583 you can also reach us at fuckamaonipodcast at gmail.com Fakamooni is spelled F-A-K-A-M-O-O-N-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. No, I did not spell out mail. If you can't do that, it's okay. Just text us. Um, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We'd love to hear your stories of your own Fakamooni. We would love to hear your reflections and your thoughts. Let us know um, what you have liked, what you haven't liked. We take constructive criticism. And we take brownies. Lots of brownies. Okay, I take brownies. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't need any more sugar. Not today. <laughs> Take them to her house, not my house. Amen. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And we'll see you soon. Don't know when, but soon. Soon with all kinds of love and peace. And we hope that you can take the things that we have said to heart. It was nothing that we ever say is to place ourselves above anyone else or to to offend anyone ever it's always done with love and that's basically what we were doing this was just to get it out there and to share a little love with those that we love we do love you and we hope to hear from you soon thank you and we'll see you next time